Hi, boo. Welcome to the Black and Classic Podcast, where our goal is to encourage and uplift Black women in a real and raw way. So, as usual, grab a cold glass of tequila with lemonade and enjoy the episode. Oh, and don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Black and Classic Pod. Now enjoy the show. Hello, hello, guys. Thank you for tuning back into the Black and Classic Podcast. Um, Like I had mentioned on the last episode, I wanted to start a series for the road to self-discovery. I thought it was something that I really wouldn't commit to, but after I thought on the idea more, I was like, you know what? I do want to do this. So I'm just going to jump in. If you want to grab pen and paper, want to write down in your notepad, whatever you want to do. Um, I suggest it just because this is something that I did personally. This isn't something that I just thought and like made up. This is something that I literally did and I've been doing, still doing, um, since about 2015, 2016. So it's been a few years of just kind of discovering myself on the other side of the bullshit, you know what I mean? And not carrying on things after kind of being like, okay, it's adult hour. We can't really do the childish games anymore. So let's just jump into it, right? So at the start of it, I want everyone listening to this to give yourself permission. That's the start of it. Give yourself permission. Acknowledge that you no longer need to cling to any old story. Any story that someone has told you about yourself, anything that you feel like you have told yourself and you believe to be your life, just give yourself permission to let it go. A lot of us carry things with us that are projections, are things that we have created in our mind thinking, you know, this is what I'm supposed to be because, well, this is what people have told me to be or this is how people describe me. So I guess this is who I should be? No. Give yourself permission to let that shit go. And when we do that, we don't just want to say like, okay, well, I'm going to let it go, right? What you want to do over and over again is declare it over. You need to tell yourself that you don't have to use childhood trauma as a crutch anymore. It's over. You need to always say that to yourself. I declare it over. I declare it over. Because what you do is you keep yourself stagnant and you keep yourself stuck when you keep trying to carry on all of the old things that are no longer serving you and you aren't there anymore. For example, I'm going to use myself as an example quite frequently through this because again, I went through this, I did this, And this is how I'm trying to come out on the other side. So for example, I went through whatever I went through. That's not what we're here to talk about. Again, I gave myself permission to let that shit go. So I don't even need to keep discussing it. But one of my defense mechanisms was I became very, very, very sarcastic. I was like so sarcastic and I had such like a nasty kind of attitude. Like I was like, I don't know. I don't even know the word for it. It was just like really like, I don't know, like negative. Like nothing would be like, a happy response. It would always be like sarcastic and rude. Like if you ask me a question, I'm definitely going to give you a sarcastic and a rude answer just off top. That's just what I'm saying. But it was a defense mechanism. It was a way for me to protect myself, you know, that I had curated or developed. 
Um, and coming into like 2016, ending 2015, I was like, you know what? I don't need to do that anymore. Um, I'm no longer there. I'm no longer around those type of people that made me act like that. So, or I felt the need to act like that. Like I felt like my defenses had to be up. So it's like, girl, you don't need to do that anymore. You're no longer in that space. Like you're literally out of that. So you don't have to carry that behavior. And I just declared it over. I was like, you know what? Done with it. Don't need to do it anymore. And I feel like that's the best place to start because you don't understand how much lighter you'll feel when you just get rid of it. Like when you're literally just like, you know what? Doesn't matter. You know what I mean? If you feel like whatever your defense mechanism is, whether it's like aggression or like always feeling like there's some people who always feel like they have to be combative and they always have to like, um, I don't know. I'm trying to like pull up like some type of childhood trauma because everyone's is different, right? Of course, everyone had their own different experiences, but I'm trying to think of like what may be something that is super common. And I feel like being combative and always feeling like you have to like, mm, like you have to get your point across and people have to listen to you. And you always got to make sure you have that like confrontation and there's nothing really easy going for you. Then that is sometimes a defense mechanism. Maybe you felt stifled. Maybe you felt like people didn't want to hear from you. People didn't care about you you know, hearing what you had to say. So any and every time you're going to make sure that you put your, like, you going to hear me, right? <laughs> that, let it go. Forget about it. If you feel like maybe your clinginess or your need to always be next to someone and with someone and attached to someone, I don't know, girl, I'm pulling this out of my ass, but <laughs> if you feel like that is your coping mechanism to like, deal with some shit you've been through, declare it over. You don't need to do that anymore, especially if you're not in that place. That's what's so important. Like they call it childhood trauma for a reason because we went through it in our childhood. As you go into adulthood, you no longer need to carry and do any of that shit that you, you know, created um, to deal with whatever you were going through. You don't have to. You are in a whole new space and you are allowed to literally let it go give yourself permission sit down in front of the mirror if you have to cry it out cry it out but say guess what i'm no longer being that older version of myself i'm no longer carrying on that story i'm no longer anytime someone says oh why you act like that or why you doing it because you don't know what i went through as a child you don't know what my mama did to me you don't know what my daddy did to me no no, no. we're not doing that anymore <laughs> going it's 2021 Baby, no, we're not doing that anymore. That story no longer works. It has expired. That story has expired. No one wants to hear you tell it and no one wants to hear you use it as an excuse and as a crutch for why you have poor behavior and why you can't act like a, an adult, like a healthy, like a mentally healthy adult. You know what I mean? Like we just have to let that go. Now, moving on from that. This is something that's kind of my own practice. I'm super big on deleting all the shit I don't need or doesn't serve me. Whether it's pictures, text messages, I mean anything. Like if I have pictures in my house of like a time period when I was like, "Oh, I took this picture 
during this time, but you know, I really wasn't happy or I really didn't like whatever it's gone. You know what I mean? I delete anything, people off Facebook, unfollow friends. I don't care. It's got to go. Why? Because it will reintroduce me to my past. I don't need to be reintroduced to my past over and over and over and over and over again. All you're doing is traveling down memory lane and you continuously say you want to get to another side. You want to see a different world. You want to experience different things, but you're continually choosing to travel down memory lane, reintroduce the past, reintroduce old feelings. Because when you look at an old picture, it's nostalgia. It's going to be like, oh, what was I doing during that time? Where was I? Who was I living with? You know what I mean? What was I talking about? What was I wearing? Like you're constantly going into a rabbit hole of old shit. You don't need to be in that shit anymore. Like it's just that clear to me. You know what I mean? Maybe not to you, but to me. So delete it. (laughs) Just that simple. Delete it. I'm super big on deleting IG pictures. I'm super big on deleting profiles. I'll delete a profile in a minute. If I feel like it's just not what I want, like, you know what I mean? Especially with these new algorithms. Don't even let me get into the algorithms. But if I feel like the algorithm just ain't working with who I want to be and what I want to see, oh, baby, delete. I don't want it. Like, I don't want it. Because what happens is we, maybe in your past, right? Because let me break down algorithms for real, real quick. Maybe in your past, you were interested in like fighting videos and like, just like scandalous drama. So when you log onto social media, even if you're trying to change, when you log onto social media, the algorithms have already been set in place by what you used to view. And it's so nasty that like, even if you're not clicking and opening something, they are recording the time spent looking at just one screen and how long you sat there. So even if you didn't open the picture, double tap, they know that you sat and looked at this one screen, you know, to read the headline, to watch a preview of the video, like whatever you did, they know. So if you want to now say, you know what, I want to be holistic. I want to, me, (laughs) I want to be holistic. I want to be, you know, more, um, more in tune with my mental health and everything like that, whatever the, whatever the case, it's going to be hard to do that when the algorithm is already set in place for what I used to view and what I used to be into. I always wanted to be a publicist. So I was super into the entertainment industry, super into what every artist was doing and who did this. And it's still in me, you know what I mean? So I still kind of peek around and stuff, but it's not as... Um, important to me anymore so yeah I'll delete some shit in a minute if I feel like the algorithm is working against what I'm trying to do and who I'm trying to be yeah I'm gonna delete it or I'm going to mute block spam everything that goes against what I want in my life right okay moving along <laughs> listen we gotta we gotta we gotta um stay up under these 30 minutes so we're gonna move a little quickly today <laughs> so the next thing i want to talk about is a lot of people are operating from a place of lack um operating from a place where they pass off blame and again this does touch on you know no longer dealing with and using childhood trauma as a crutch um but it's a, it's a little bit deeper than that. 
And I say that because a lot of people, what, what we, what the mistake that we make, right, is that we love to claim our pain and not our happiness. And the most important thing to realize is that you have to claim your happiness and not your pain. Do not claim pain to be a part of your life. It isn't. If you want your life to be happy, then you need to claim happiness. If you want your life to be abundant, you need to claim abundance. If you want your life to be prosperous, you need to claim prosperity. You can't do and say that you want certain things, but then claim the exact opposite. That's operating out of lack. A lot of people may feel like, you know, when you people say like, oh, I could get that. Oh, I could buy that. Or, oh, I went and bought this. Or, oh, I went and got that. Oh, it's, you know, a little braggadocious. Or she wants to rub it in their face. Or it's not that at all. But the thing is, is that I'm never going to be the one to be like, oh, I'm broke and I can't do this. If I feel like I don't have the money, then I'm going to figure it out. Especially if I want to get it, I'm going to figure it out. But if I want something, I'm just going to get it. That's just the bottom line. Um... And if I feel like I set my eyes on doing something and having something, I'm going to have it. It's just the bottom line. For example, my first apartment, when I was moving out of my first apartment, I literally was all packed. I was not staying in that place. I was all packed. And I was like, I was out to eat with my family. And I was like, you know what? I'm most likely going to be moving in with my mom. I'm going to be back at my mama's house. But something told me like, nah, don't even worry about that. You're going to have somewhere to go. Like, you know, you could go there and chill for like a month or two until you find something. But honestly, you're going to have somewhere to go. My mind frame was already on having somewhere to go. I was looking at furniture. Mind you, I had no place lined up and I had to move within a week. (laughs) Within seven days, I had to move. And I was looking at furniture and I was looking at pillows and comfort. Like I was doing the absolute most, but literally I had nowhere, but my mind frame wasn't out of lack. It wasn't out of, I don't have, I can't have. It was like, no, I'm going to be moving into somewhere. Like I don't even have to think of anything else. And the condo place that I wanted to move into one place, they wanted someone to move in a month prior than I could, couldn't break my lease. Another place, I had reached out to the lady. She was like, oh, my tenant didn't move out. I don't know. I don't don't know. It's touch and go. I just have to wait for my tenant to move out. So I'm like, fuck, what I'm going to do, you know? But I was like, whatever. Like, I'm I'm going to furniture stores. I was literally buying furniture. And I'm like, whatever. Like, we'll figure it out. And I'm sitting out, out to eat with my family. And I think it was probably three days before I had my lease was, like, officially over. And I get a text message and it's my current landlord. She texts me and said, oh my God, my tenant just moved out. The cleaning crew is coming tomorrow. Do you want to come and look at it? And I was like, don't worry about the cleaning crew. Send me pictures. I'll move in Sunday. And she's like, are you sure? Yeah. So that next day I went, I looked at it. She was like, me and my husband, we cleaned up the place. It wasn't dirty at all. But, you know, of course they like to come in, they want to paint, they want to touch up, whatever, whatever. And I'm like, look, girl, I have to be somewhere before Monday. I'm moving in Sunday. (laughs) So I moved in Sunday. And it just happened literally like that within days. Because I don't claim 
like the negative. I don't claim it at all. I'm only going to claim positivity. So if I said I'm going to be somewhere, I'm going to be there. And that's what I feel like people should do. After you let the shit go, after you delete all the old shit, start reeling in all the positivity and just claiming it and saying that it's yours. Whatever you want, it's yours and it's going to come to you by the power of your tongue. Okay? So, (laughs) let's move along. (laughs) Now, the problem with people and what blocks them is the limitations that they put on their life. They put all these imaginary limitations. I don't have enough money. Um, I don't have enough following, um, you know, oh, because of where I live, like it's all these limitations. And in 2021, what we need to do is tell ourselves that's not true. Don't claim that negativity. I'm telling you, do not claim the negativity and all these imaginary limitations that you put on your life because it's going to prevent you. Everything you say you can't do, you can't do. And everything you say you can do, you can do. It's just that fucking simple. So in 2021, we have to understand, okay, no more imaginary limitations, no more saying I'm broke, no more saying I can't do this, I can't afford that. It's just I can, I will, I did. Bottom line, it's done. And also what we need to realize in the vein of letting shit go and telling ourselves, you know what, that's not true or that's not happening is that we need to drop dead weight. Childhood trauma, dead weight, drop it. Limitations, dead weight, drop it. Poor friendships, poor relationships, dead weight, drop it. And I want to quickly, quickly, quickly touch on this. When I say poor friendships and poor relationships, dead weight, drop it. You need to understand that when you audit your friendships or when you say like, oh, is this person a really good friend to me? If you say no, like, oh, I don't really think they're a good friend to me. What you need to then do is ask yourself, am I a good friend to them? Because a lot of times people will only be a reflection of what you are. And if you feel like your friendship with them isn't as strong as it could be or as you see it with other people, maybe, mm-hmm, think about it, maybe they're just reflecting what you're doing. So if you feel like that friendship is a poor friendship, maybe you're a poor friend to them as well. And that's sometimes a tough cookie to swallow. And sometimes you got to step away, remove yourself from that friendship and double back if, if you can and if you want as you go on your road to self-discovery. But again, that's something I just want to throw out there, a little nugget, okay? And when I say um, childhood trauma, dead weight, drop it, I'm not saying that your childhood trauma shouldn't affect you, didn't affect you, didn't happen, make believe. Like, I'm not saying none of that. That is furthest from the truth. What I'm saying is you don't have to carry out that pattern anymore. That pattern that you were fumbling around in, you can drop it. That story is dead. It's old. We don't, we don't need it anymore. And the craziest part about it is people don't realize that you're going to discover so much about yourself on the other side of all the negative talk. When you cut out all that negative chitter chatter and all of the thoughts that you put into your mind, no one else is putting them in your mind but you. When you cut out all of that, all of that noise, when you cut it out, it's going to be a little bit scary. I'm not even gonna lie to you. Trust me, I was there. It's going to be a little bit scary because You're going to be like, okay, well, who am I now? 
I, I let go of everything I thought defined me. Who am I now? I thought that, you know, I went through all this childhood trauma and now, you know, I'm, I'm leaving it there. I'm not continuing the pattern. So all that sarcasm, like I thought my sarcasm, my banter, that little ugly humor, I thought that defined me like, oh, you know what I mean? Like I used to be like, oh, I'm the sweetest bitch. I'm the sweetest, you know, meanest little person. And it's like, girl, no, you're not feisty. You're not, <laughs> you're not, this isn't cute. You know what I mean? Like, sis, you were going through some things. <laughs> you had to let that go. So when you have to redefine who you are, that part, that part is scary. And as we kind of wrap this episode up, I wanted to bring in an example that's very near and dear to my heart. As I began my journey, I always, 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 always used to see monarch butterflies. I mean, the bright orange, beautiful butterflies. I saw them year round all the time. I'm on the East Coast, so I'm talking winter time, spring, fall, summer. I saw these butterflies everywhere. And I don't mean like on a picture or like, you know, on a flag or no, no, no. I mean like flying into the wind. I seen them everywhere. And it was just kind of like confirmation for me, like, girl, it's time for you to let your wings, you know, develop and grow and like get out here. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of us get into the cocoon and, you know, we might chip away at it. We might see the outside and we see how good it looks on the outside. But again, we're comfortable in our dysfunction. We're comfortable in the chaos. We're comfortable in, you know, knowing that we can operate in this system because if we have to break out, we're going to have to learn how to fly. We're going to have to learn how to find food. We're going to have to, you know, face a world of unknown. But in here, as crazy, as dark as it is, I know what's going on in here. So I may not want to fully break out of my cocoon. You know what I mean? I'll look and I'll peek and, you know, I might watch everybody else fly around a little bit. But I don't really want to go out there. And I feel like that was me for such a long time as I looked out of the cocoon, but I was like, I don't really want to go out there. Not yet. And then there's other people who are just in the cocoon. They're not taking a peek. They're like, look, I'm cool where I'm at. You know, it's dark. You know what I'm saying? It's a little, it's a little crazy in here. It's a little tight, little cramp. But, you know, I adjust, you know what I mean? I get comfortable, you know, and that's where they want to stay. And for me, kept seeing the um, monarch butterfly, it was just kind of like, nah, girl, you you got to get out here. You know what I mean? And my wings were just too big to keep them so tightly bound like that. It was like, you got to break free. And that's what I want this series to feel like for some people, whether you're in the cocoon and you're just not wanting to peek out, you're like, fuck it, I'll stay in the dark, or you're peeking out and you don't know if you should just full on break out, break out. Even if you're in the dark, just break out and figure it out as you 
get free as you feel the wind beneath your wings. Like just break out. Don't limit yourself to things that you've dealt with or things that you've heard or stories that have been told. Because again, that is other people's projections onto you. Someone else may not have done what you've done or seen what you've seen or experienced with your experience. They'll tell you like, oh, it's not possible or, oh, you shouldn't, you know, maybe you shouldn't think like that or whatever the fuck they say in your life. Know that this is the moment for you in these next seven weeks to say, fuck that. I declare it over and I give myself permission to let this shit go so I can claim my happiness and not my pain. I don't want to claim my pain no more. I don't want to every single time something happens, I sit down and I got to talk about what mommy and daddy did and, you know, who wasn't there for me and travel down memory lane. I don't want to do none of that anymore. I don't even want to talk about that shit anymore. I don't want to sit around nobody and they got to tell me about their mommy and daddy issues. Mm -mm. No, not in 2021. That's not what we're doing. Unless we're having a talk like this where it's like, oh, yeah, girl, I went through that. But I came out and, you know, I realized such and such because I didn't even react the same anymore. When you realize you don't even react the same anymore, that's when you know you want to some good shit. But I think I got everything I needed to say and I don't want to run out of time. Um, next week, we are going to talk about the scary part of when you have to redefine who you are, when you have to sit down and ask yourself, who am I? What do you do then? Like you gave up everything you thought to be you. And now you got to sit down and be like, okay, girl, well, who are you? Because a lot of us, again, are clinging on to who we think we are just because that's what we think we're supposed to be. Like, and that's not the case. And it's going to be really scary I'm still like, girl, <laughs> Woo, okay, what's going on in here, you know? But um, I think there's some fun and interesting ways to rediscover yourself and re mm, reintroduce who you are to yourself, you know? I think a lot of us, again, we love to reintroduce our past, but when we got to reintroduce the new and improved and then stick to it because, listen, people are going to be like, why are you doing that? Who you think you is? Why are you wearing that? Why are you talking like that? Why are you watching that? Oh, you, oh, that's what you on. Oh, that's what you doing. Listen, the children are going to have something to say. They are going to have something to say because, again, not everyone is ready to be a butterfly. Not everyone is ready to flap their wings okay, and just face the world and give it their all. Not everyone's ready to do that. Some of your parents, some of your grandparents are still in their cocoon and they watching and they just looking out or they just got their head down and, you know, they in the dark, they don't want to see nothing. Listen, it's a lot of people like that. This isn't an age thing. This is a maturity thing. This is a, okay, <laughs> I'm grown enough to know I don't have to continue this pattern. And I'm no longer going to continue this pattern. I've already told myself, it's okay. I don't got to do this. I've already told myself. No one else had to tell me. I, I told myself. And that's enough for me. So I think we're done. I hope that was good to you because it's been good to me. <laughs> I am five years deep into this self-discovery thing. And it's not... A ending journey. It's not like it has an expiration date and be like, okay, 
licking, listen, I did it all. No, this is something that's going to take years and it's going to take a lifetime because as you grow, you learn new things. No one has ever been, you know, a new age. I've never been 28 before. So next year I'll be 28 and I got to experience 28, you know, brand new, you know what I'm saying? So it's always going to be new. It's always going to be new things to learn. Um, but we have to apply some of these fundamentals, right? Claim your happiness, not your pain. Delete all the shit that no longer serves you and just reintroduces you to the past. Let it go. You don't need it. And give yourself permission. Give yourself permission to be who you are wholeheartedly without any of the old stories and clinging and holding things around you that are debilitating as crutches. It's not good for you. And I don't, I just don't want that for any of us anymore. So in 2021, we're going to be different and we're going to continue on this journey seven weeks until the new year. Thank you so much for listening. Please share this. Tell me what you think. I love when you guys tell me if you liked it, even if you didn't. I don't really care. I'm still going to do what I need to do. It's like, no, I'm joking. Um, thank you so much. Enjoy y'all Saturday. Bye.